Hello again. It's all about football here, and we're here to bring you a radio encounter between Arsenal and United. London, the setting for today's game. It's in life, baby. This as much as we are. Well, I think it's about time we joined our commentators, so we're going to live for play. Lights out and away we go. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the lineup podcast where you have the back four man like Musa in the central, man like Beggie, six foot five, so he claims, man like Mohammed Ahmed, aka Spider. At right back today, we've got Chili B. He's not in right now. However, we have our Stockley Park representative, Ivan Kowech, and our favorite, 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 most favorite listener, Emmanuel Mukisa from Uganda. He's our first guest viewer. Everybody, please welcome Emmanuel Mukisa. Emmanuel, how are you doing today? I am okay. Thank you for the very warm um, welcome to the podcast. I am uh, delighted. Uh, it's an absolute honor to, to, to make a guest appearance here. Mm-hmm. I love and, you get uh, an accent by the way I'm just hearing it and I'm feeling <laughs> it man I'm loving it I'm, loving it. I'm <laughs> telling you Musa, Musa, you're gassing this guy and he's a United fan don't it's okay. gas him it's okay. he's a United fan he's, he's gonna be honest with his team they may have won 5-0 yesterday however I think every United fan has a couple of questions anyway Stockley Park representative also my United fan man like Ivan Koech Koech Niaja Wagwan bro Fiti sana, fiti sana wazee. Mukisa, banangi. What does that even mean? I don't know. I don't know where you picked that word, but <laughs> it's good to know you can speak a little bit of uh, of the the local dialect from Uganda. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, Uganda, so that's, close to Kenya, a little bit of, uh, personally, I consider all of us uh, East African relatives, but uh, yeah, Kenya yeah. and Uganda obviously are in the same uh, World Cup qualifying group, but we're not going to talk about that today. Today we're going to welcome my fellow centre-back, a man like Beggy, six foot five, allegedly, Beggy. You know, uh, uh, I'm I'm trying to warm up so that I don't get an injury made made in the game like uh, like Luis. You see, I don't want a hamstring. Then we have to bring in Mustafi and make us lose a very clear and obvious game. Mm. But uh, besides that, I'm good. I'm okay. I love the sound from everyone. I like that everyone is gassed. Bienvenido, uh, Beggy. Bienvenido, Ella. <laughs> Bienvenido, Ella. The Light Up Podcast. Hey, si, mi hermano. Who else has joined us? Who else is that who's just joined us? Actually, it's... Uh, I just see that Moha has left Kidogo. It's but okay. no stress. It's okay, it's okay. So, um, this weekend, obviously, we begin with uh, the Premier League games that happened this weekend. There was the 10 of them as always. Of course, they were spread out over a couple of days, but uh, we're going to begin with... I like having this very controversial question Mm -hmm. and ask everyone, what was your favorite game? I find it a very interesting question. Okay, that's a good question. Everybody, me, I'll answer. My favorite game this weekend was most definitely not United versus Chelsea, which was quite a boring game. My favorite game 
was the Liverpool game. Alai Sheffield Sheffield did their thing kidogo kidogo they tried but uh, LFC demand them you know me man loves them. And uh, yeah it was a decent game but uh, that was my favorite game of the weekend but I suppose everybody else can go ahead and answer theirs. Emmanuel tell us your favorite game of the weekend. Nanuki sema mani Chelsea na draw for biased. Sure. I, I, my favorite game was, uh, uh, of course, Chelsea uh, United. It was, <laughs> it was, it was the game of the weekend. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, uh, it was a huge disappointment because there was, uh, there were no goals first of all to report, and uh, there was there was also very little in terms of quality, and mm-hmm. and yet, on on paper. On paper, that game, um, going with the lineups from both teams, there was a lot of quality on paper, but it didn't translate uh, on the pitch. So it was really a huge disappointment. But it was it was that game that um, that was uh, one of the, the biggest, biggest games game of, of the weekend. weekend. Yeah. So yeah. Emmanuel, uh, let's just let's just get straight into this game. Man United nil, Chelsea nil. We're obviously going to involve everybody, but um, like you said, the lineups are quite strong. Why do you think uh, United and Chelsea, both who showed uh, strong lineups, uh, the game ended nil uh, nil? Of course, there were a couple of opportunities from the penalty spot with Maguire having a couple of mm. uh, uh, incidences here and there. But ultimately, nil mm. nil. Uh, what are your thoughts on the game? Well, I think uh, I think both teams tried to play uh, pragmatic. Mm-hmm. Um, Chelsea, you know, uh, Chelsea came into this game having having a very uh, unpleasant defensive record, and uh, United as well started the, the season uh, uh, with a lot of defensive frailties. So both sides came came in with a with a mindset to try not to concede and, and almost almost something to save face they both wanted to make sure that uh, Lampard didn't want to lose against Oli and Oli didn't want to lose against Lampard exactly exactly and uh, you know the the problem is when when they came with that mindset they failed to transition because when you're playing a game you come with uh, you come with your first plan and if that plan pushes you 20 30 minutes into the game mm-hmm. you have to find another way a new plan to to now probably win the game or get to the next level and they failed to do that they failed to, to come both out teams you think team. both teams you think failed to get yes, out of the blocks yes they, they failed to come out of that defensive mindset and mm-hmm. think of winning the game so it was a really huge disappointment that such a team with uh, with lots of quality players, you know, and even the managers. For example, Oli, I would blame I would blame Oli since I'm a United fan. Mm-hmm. That uh, you know, Chelsea had lots of possession in the second in the first half, mm-hmm. and uh, you, you I, I, I criticize Oli's uh, um, tactics in a way that. Uh, he sat back and allowed Chelsea a lot of possession, mm-hmm. but it didn't. It didn't counter. It didn't counter that uh, style of play from Chelsea, because I, I was assuming that perhaps he would give them possession and then and try then, to hit them on the yeah on with the Man United. With Man United's very pointed attack, and um, since that happened, mm-hmm. um, we would obviously at this point invite Chile B 
aka our yeah. left back Ben Chilwell to speak about Chelsea's point of view. But since he's not going to be in today, uh, Moha, a man like Spider, do you echo the same views as Emmanuel Mukisa? Do you think that United did leave a little bit too much of the impetus to Chelsea? Moha, Wagwan? Yeah, so I think, I, think uh, I agree honestly all the way with uh, Mukisa because he came into the game thinking, you know what, Chelsea are going to attack. And Chelsea came there and they're like, you know what, United are going to attack. So both of them, Chelsea like to keep the ball. That is that is Chelsea's way of playing. They keep the ball, you know, sometimes way too much than they should, you know. But uh, each manager came there, like we was saying, trying to save face, trying not to concede first. And we were watching the game with uh, Man like my Beggy. brother Beggy. Yeah, we watched the and, game with the spider. <laughs> Man like Beggy, six foot five, as I always say, allegedly. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I watched the game with Mohammed. Let him continue because I want to give my small views on the game. Though, as everyone says, it's a very boring game. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. I think um, yes, the game, less than eventful. Moha, you say you echo quite similar views to Imano? I think, I think uh, I'll, if, if mm-hmm. I was Ole right now, this, like, you see the way Liverpool built, when he got a system and he was sure this is how I want to play, he started playing that system. He would yeah, lose at some games. He lost at Swansea. Yeah, you would listen, lose and you would be like, yeah, the club lost at Anfield against Swansea. He lost at he lost many games. He lost three nil against uh Watford, as we remember quite phenomenally. Igalo and uh, what's the brother, the Hornet for Watford, who celebrates with them while Yomba Pamoja. We remember all these things. So, in early games, when a manager is uh new to a team, there are gonna be some shock results, but. Do you think Ole has been at the club long enough? I'd say uh, about a year and a half, or he came into the job actually December two thousand and eighteen. So it's nearing two years. How do you how do you see his development as a manager and the involvement the evolving in the team as well? That's that's exactly what I was going to speak about, and, and I'm and I'm really saying, you know, I I think. From when Ole came, I understood what he's trying to do. And I always say this. He sees Bayern Munich play and in his head is like, you know what? You're no But unfortunately, when he plays with Matic and Pogba, he doesn't get enough defensive cover for his not very good. He doesn't, yeah, he doesn't have the best defenders you know? for being so, honest. Yeah. So I think Ole, when he plays Fred and McTominay in the pivot position for Manchester United, now allow your players to attack. Because you have enough... Allow your players, but like midfield midfield often has maximum three players if you're not playing wide players, you know. Build a a number eight and a number ten. Those are all central players. So in that midfield, only Bruno would work. Where where do you think Paul fits into this United team? I think we've all seen the argument between Jamie Carragher and Gary Neville, Jamie Carragher claiming that Pogba has been at, in England for the last four years and he still can't yeah. identify his best position. Is he a great talent the way Carragher claims or is he a great player the way mm-hmm. uh, Gary claims? That, that is a long discussion. Oh, bro, bro, that's a very long discussion. Lakini, you see where Pogba was playing yesterday, 
have McTominay and Fred in the team. Have Pogba playing almost as in in between the LW and number ten mm-hmm. position, a floating eight to five like Chile B says. Mm-hmm. You know, allow Pogba to play there and you know have two your, your two strikers who are. Like my brother Bigson would say, fluid. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, so you think you think a midfield with uh, Pogba and Bruno is possible? The same way De Bruyne and Silva used to play. Very possible. Dep- depends on, uh, like let's say, the kind of players he's got. Yeah, he doesn't have the best players in the best positions, but I think he can have very, very good combinations in different mm-hmm. games. So, mm-hmm. When he needs enough cover for defense, I think uh-huh. he should be spread and uh, and unlocked. But he needs enough cover for for the defense. Sometimes he could go spread alone, as I think mm-hmm. spread smaller games. Fred can actually play as the uh, as uh, that Kante role. I I, I I believe so. Like I have seen enough about Fred now to know yeah. that I, I can trust. Yeah, he'll make a mistake or two. He has a he has a touch that is not very good sometimes, but mm-hmm. work it, the energy, and the, the, the little acceleration. In a small distance, so fast, I was shocked yesterday. Honestly. I was seeing that guy because uh, these guys, this is a really good team. Like, lost since they lost in the semi final, you know, mm-hmm. they are rich. And yesterday, we matched them toe to toe. At some point, we gave up position, but it was intelligent, not like the Chelsea okay, game. Okay, 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 Moha, Moha. I think um, uh, your whatever have been great, but as to the Champions League, Zita come, Ziki come. So, United versus uh, Chelsea, the biggest game of the weekend. Unfortunately, the least entertaining game of the weekend. Not I don't like even maybe. understand how it was the least entertaining game, but it's taken the most to discuss. It's okay. It's if we're okay. discussing all the games that way, then we'll spend the night here. But obviously, uh, obviously, we're not going to do that. We're going to move on to um, the other. Before we move on, I just had had one thing about about that game. Uh, he said Ole wants to play uh, like Hansi Flick. And in my mind, I was tranquilo, Mihamano. Last week, I said that Everton might be title contenders and Chala was so last having week, last week, you were drunk. Moha saying that Ole wants to play like the champions of Europe. What do I, you always mean? That. I always say that in his head. I say in his head. In his head, in his head, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, With that one, we can allow. In his head, he plays like the European champions, but in reality, we can all remember his Cardiff side. There's too many video games. If he thinks that he can maneuver his way and have the team play like the champions of Europe, that's just not... (laughs) It's okay. Check it, check it, check it. Okay, so my best game... My best game of the weekend was obviously Patrick Bamford. Patrick Bamford. Bamford. I love wow. that name. I love that name. Patrick Bamford. He was dancing. He saw his third goal. Of all his goals, I liked the third one better. Okay. The one where he was so screamer. tight. He was so yeah. The second type. The second one was a screamer, but the third one was quite. I think he did a goal. I think. I think they did say what all his mama. They were like, this guy is facing away from the goal. Like they did not expect that. <laughs> there was no. Mm-hmm. Bamford scoring that. Like he opened. He, he did 
a messy as utter messy and the guy danced then he turned obviously leads have been performing at a level that we all admire they're in the top 4 currently they had 60% possession and 27 shots in the game against Aston Villa Marcelo Bielsa a uh, new manager in the league obviously bringing new ideas he's such a unique guy obviously has inspired a lot of philosophies where can leeds finish this season do you think leeds can can challenge wolves for wolves's position because the previous week leeds lost 1-0 to wolves however leeds were on it if you watch the game leeds were on it and jimenez was quite fortunate of course he scored the goal blah 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 but where do you think leeds can finish this year uh, uh, comparatively I, I to I was hosted on an on, a, on an episode this week on Extra Time podcast and they asked shout me to the guys from Extra Time obviously Dano yeah shout out to those guys so uh I had to answer the question and I was like I still believe Liverpool will retain the league and then City will come in close and be second mm-hmm. and then you no I, I said United biggie, biggie. I said United do you still think do you still think uh Liverpool will retain the league having suffered the injury of uh, Fabinho in midweek Van Dijk uh, obviously out for the rest of the season do you still believe that in this crazy season where the Premier League has been going absolutely I just, nuts I just, I just looked at the table before I got on the call and I'm like yes these guys are on 13 uh, they yeah, look like they know they're doing they have Diego Jota Diogo Jota they'll be doing that 4-3 thing that you guys used to do with Suarez concede goals but score the most then you win mm-hmm. yeah, so I feel like I also feel like that's the that's the system Liverpool will be cutting into the season this year so I think we number 2 is United it will take penalties until they become second united will be having a penalty <laughs> and there's nothing we can do okay. about that so i hear, better I hear get you saying i hear what you're saying but my personal belief in olegana solcher is so 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 low that like, on if he even gets into on, the top on the chance that they can get penalties that's i feel like united's 11 united's not even united's 11 united's 23 man squad is among the most talented like I just said United will finish second based purely on their penalty taking abilities if it wasn't for that they would be the top 4 it's nothing to do with Rojo Rojo right will be in the top 6 mm-hmm. Spurs as well so 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 we can say that Leeds Everton Spurs Man Man City and Liverpool will be in the top 6 then then where the hell are these other teams then United then United and uh, Chelsea Arsenal is nowhere near there having a Teta as the good this no Arsenal, I don't worry don't worry we'll get to Arsenal we'll get to Arsenal and the games on Sunday um the games on Saturday other than uh, we had the one all Man City West Ham uh Man City looking a bit a bit sketchy man Man City looking a bit 50-50 this season Um but uh, we're going to move straight forward to the Liverpool 2-1 Sheffield. Um let me give my thoughts on this game personally. Obviously the game started Liverpool had a chance quite 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 early on. I think uh, Salah put in money money had a chance quite early on blah blah blah. And then the penalty came. The penalty in my opinion was outside the box and Fabinho got the ball but alas, VAR did what it did. 
and I feel like VR this season has been has been undermined by the the personnel who are operating it. But people may argue that Liverpool uh, enjoyed a lot of fortune last season, no problem. Roberto Firmino scoring the equaliser after Sanderberger got the Sheffield penalty in. I feel like Sheffield. Sheffield were reaching for the stars in that game, you know, they, they, in my opinion, I felt like Liverpool were always the, the dominant force and Diogo yeah. Jota right now has more goals at Anfield mm-hmm. since the start of last season than Bobby Firmino. Means nothing to me, but like, <laughs> means nothing to me because Bobby that's Firmino since... Okay. <laughs> what do you think? Mukisa, that's Mukisa Kisema shocking. No, no, it it, it surely is shocking. Emmanuel, tell us your thoughts on Bobby since last season. Well, Bob, Bobby Firmino has been, uh, um, for lack of a better word, uh, he has been absolutely... Underwhelming, yeah. You know, uh, disappointing because he's... Yeah, yeah, he's he's one of those uh, uh, very talented uh, players in that Liverpool squad, and um, we know what he can do. You know, he's yeah, he's uh, yes. his debut season with Salah in yeah, Mane scored twenty-seven goals in all was absolutely incredible. You know, and at the moment, yeah, at the moment he's just switched off. Like he's he's nowhere to be seen and. Well, you know, there was this talk that that he mm-hmm. he shouldn't be criticised because he's not really a striker, mm-hmm. and uh, and and looking at his other capabilities, what he does for the team, for example, yeah. the way because he lays off those passes. I feel like what you're saying is true because to have play to have three players who uh, have twenty goals plus in the Premier League is almost impossible. So if you have Mane twenty goals, Salah mm-hmm. twenty goals. Then, if Bobby has ten to fifteen, then you're pretty much okay. But I feel like his role as his role as the centre forward for Liverpool has exactly. changed because in previous two seasons he created as well as scored. But last season he had the one of the worst statistics. He had like uh, the worst conversion rate of people with like the best, the most obvious chances. And yeah. as a Liverpool fan who's watched a lot of him, I can agree yeah. to that because I feel like this season Bobby should have five Premier League goals already minimum mm. from the chances he's had. He's had four, five, six one-on-ones where if it was, if it were Harry Kane, True. if it was a striker for any, if it were the number nine for any other team, he would have finished it. But, uh, uh-uh, tranquilo, mi hermano, tranquilo, tranquilo. Marcus Rashford, wallahi, we'll speak about him when we get into the Champions League. Was on fire yesterday. So, um, on that was the Liverpool game. Not much to speak about. Oh, I think so we can move on to now that Liverpool on. have all those all those injury problems at centre back. Do you think yeah. you play Fabinho there now? You think so? Fabinho got injured. No, we think Here's the thing, Fabinho. Oh, Bobby, Bobby. No, Fabinho is the no, no, defensive no. striker. I don't think <laughs> we play Bobby. I don't think we play Bobby. I think we play. Ah, uh, you know, oh, Fabinho is Fabinho is a gagging, <laughs> present, defensive, creative striker. I'm sure we've all seen that video. Box to backs, deep lying, all of those things. So, what about this? Play, play, Bobby ten. Play Mane as your striker, play Salah out wide, and play Jota 
where money is to play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that? That's, that's, that's exactly what happened in uh, the Champions League this week, at least when all the best players came on. Um, obviously, Jürgen Klopp started with a bit of a weekend side. We had uh, uh, Oregi and Minamino. And I'm fairly certain up to today that Minamino was clearly a commercial signing just to increase sales in Japan because <laughs> the way Klopp is treating that guy, man's not seeing him in the league. And here's the thing, yeah? The, the worst, okay, the worst slash best thing is <laughs> we sign Minamino for 7 million. So we can sell him for like 20 or 30, you know, just by the fact that he's an attacking player, blah, blah, blah. So I think that's a great deal, but I'm more convinced every day that mm. Minamino was just, you know, increased Liverpool's presence in Asia anyway. And, and Chamberlain is injured? Yeah, Ox. Ox, the way, the way Arsenal players warned us a few years ago, Umse atapotetu. Evil too. He'll get lost and you won't see him. And he'll get the medal. He'll get the medal the same way he did for the Champions League and for the Premier mm. League. So do you, do you feel do you feel I that feel like uh, Minamino, Minamino has not Liverpool. yet uh, settled at Listen, Liverpool? That's what I feel like personally. I feel like he's going to struggle and, a lot. And, that, and, and, and with the inclusion of Diogo that's Jota true. and Jota who is so indoctrin- indoctrinated to the Premier League and uh, uh, English football he knows the league, he's, he, he knows the keepers, he knows everybody. I feel like Jota is so much better positioned yeah. as a, as a attacking replacement or mm-hmm. as backup mm-hmm. or blah, 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 whatever you want to call it for Liverpool. I think Minamino, I had, even when we signed him, I was a bit shocked. I would have gone for Huang Hee Chan from Salzburg. So you, was, so you still wanted like, to increase your sales in Asia. <laughs> That's still such a big good. Obviously, obviously, <laughs> obviously, obviously. Come out and get back from Hichani and get 1.2 billion people. But then we bought uh, Minamino, who's from Japan, obviously 127 million. Strong, you know me. Man, like most, I, like I love countries I like and their flags yeah. and their capitals <laughs> and their populations. Nini, nini, nini. Anyway, Moving on to Sunday, uh, we had a couple of games. Wolves <laughs> drawing with Newcastle. No, uh, Arsenal, we'll talk uh, about all these games. City. I want to do this. You have to talk about Arsenal. Yeah, and yeah obviously, because I'm an Arsenal fan here. I mean, I have to stand out for my team. So, man like James Vardy, Jaime <laughs> Vardy, whatever you want to call him. Because me, I feel like J- Jamie Vardy is almost not English. You know, he's just a bit of a foreign guy. You see me? <laughs> He has the most goals at the Emirates Stadium, five goals at the Emirates Stadium, more than any other player. The other guy was Hattikian with four. Beggy, take it away. I want to combine these two games, talk about how we played and how we'll play against United uh, in the derby. Yeah, okay, we, we call it a derby in Kenya. Yeah, it is yeah. a derby. It's a bit, it's of, a bit of a derby. derby. Yeah, yeah. In, East in East Africa, Africa in yeah. East Africa, because you know, today we got Iman from <laughs> Uganda, Dan Noah, Bob, Bob. If Arsenal play the same way they did uh, at Emirates against Leicester versus United, there's no way we are winning. If we go there, we are not... The game at United, by the way, is at Old Trafford. Old Trafford, Old Trafford. So it's, okay, it's okay, an away okay. game for Arsenal. Confirm. So you expect mm-hmm. Arsenal to go there and play, pack the bus completely, completely, as you know. Maybe, at maybe, speaking about Arsenal, speaking about Arsenal, in the beginning, we saw so much about Mikel Arteta. He's doing A, B, and C, D, E, and F, G, H, and I. But Mikel Arteta is now one of the least creative. Yeah, Arsenal have been most, one of the least creative teams. They've got, I think, only less chances, more chances created than Fulham, I believe, or West Brom, 
one of those two teams what do you think is missing in in Arsenal right now an identity i have no idea what arsenal is playing you see how in uh, in algebra we're always trying to find x that is yes. how i feel arsenal <laughs> is playing man, right now man said algebra <laughs> So, I don't, know, I don't know if it's just me, but that's that's that is extremely entertaining. Man said we're looking for X. <laughs> you see, we're always that is what we feel like. Okay, personally, as an Arsenal fan, that's how I feel like. I'm not sure what we're trying to find when we play. The game plan is not distinct. Where we don't, we're not seeing ideas. We're not seeing connection. We're just seeing sideways passes, back, back, back passes, least chances in the box. This is not the Arsenal we're used to. Abameyang, yes, he might have, he might be having a dip in form, but it also can be attributed to how everyone else is playing around him. The guy's not getting the ball. Yeah, I, I feel like I feel I feel like that's the same way. Like Aubameyang's uh, contribution to the team has reduced because the team is not creating as much as it used to. And if we continue playing that way, then guys will join my bandwagon and start seeing that Arsenal is becoming not. It has no identity. We're playing some bandly kind of football. At some point, you might be watching Arsenal and you're thinking, "Okay, where are you, Sean Dyche? Just come out of the dugout." You're somewhere there. Might as well. Yeah, he's wearing a mask. Yes. And it's annoying. It's annoying. We've like there's a day you were saying here yeah, we grinded out a win against West Ham and Sheffield. And guys thought that you were joking and you're making uh, jokes about us. We actually have grinded wins. All the wins we've had this season have been grinded wins. Mm. Fulham was uh, yeah. I don't think yeah, Fulham have, was have a team over, that came have outplayed yeah. a team. Of course, Fulham. I've been a poor side. I've been like the side to beat in the Premier League. At the beginning of the transfer window, there was a lot of uh, optimism, optimism. Actually, at the beginning of Atata's reign, guy coming from Pep Guardiola, obviously winning the FA Cup, which is a big, big deal. What do you think he's missing this season that is causing him to continue being pragmatic, continue being a little bit scared, continue being a bit uh, protective of his team? I think he knows that... Uh, the Arsenal Yakitambo could not sack a coach. Right now, I have a feeling Arsenal can sack a coach at whatever time. They won't wait for 22 years. Yep, 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 yep. They've got the, they've got American owners. We all know the Americans. And, and I don't want to say and, nothing, and they, but okay. And since they know, he knows that he's trying to save face and make us concede the le- the least. But at the same time, he's not helping mm. us score the most. So, Beggy, I have another yeah. question. Do you think the board cares about the fans' opinion and what the fans think? Because the board obviously had Mikel Arteta, knowing full well this guy has never been a manager. Do you think the board is trying actually, to... What do you think is the board's strategy? Actually, the board chose Arteta because they knew it would play well in the fans' minds. Guys won't be Arteta out as quick and they won't push it. But as Emery, yes, as Emery, as who'd been there for a year. That's what I'm saying. So now Ateta is entering at stage where he knows he has a whole season under his belt, and he wants to save face for himself because he also wants to build a name. But the face that he's saving is that pragmatic play that we casa, we play symbolic football, and then we get that one break, 
and score and win and it's Arsenal is winning back to winning ways they're in good form but clearly we've just been getting like the goal against Liverpool the Lacazette goal now if the game had ended one game with that goal it would be an Ateta masterclass and that's far from it there's nothing mastery about that yeah that is that is far from the truth that is far from the truth <laughs> so if Arsenal go to United this weekend and play the same kind of football and right now MBE is dishing goals is dishing food it's just doing his thing any I'll still insist what I've been saying this whole week I'll retire my party jersey I'm bro let me tell you guys by the way yeah joining african football shouldn't be as a result of hating european football you can join african football just cuz cuz yesemi this is to all the listeners by the way the caf champions league is coming the caf champions league final al ahli is there uh anyway zamalek uh still playing the second leg uh semi final but let me tell you guys the way big is saying he said he wanted to join uh, if arsenal continue playing the same way is going to join African football much like myself man like Moose me join African football by the way I like KCCA in Uganda man like uh, Emmanuel I know KCCA you don't know and Vipers Buda I know a couple of teams you see <laughs> so yeah the African football scene the African football scene is popping so Arsenal lost that game on Sunday Peggy exactly, has given us his thoughts Before we move on to Monday which had the Tottenham game I just want us to run through quickly it's Southampton 2 Everton nil Everton leaders uh, Everton uh, yes I thought Beggy said he wanted to speak about the United game Beggy can you come and Musa has told me to keep quiet so I he looks like his team leader today so you wanted to speak about you no, I was, I was, the United I was, game the midweek game mama the Chelsea game. no I'm talking about the Arsenal United game that's also I, I matched both yeah, of my go, games go, together go on go on go on for that go on for that go on for and that and I was even concluding I was saying that if us guys lose okay you see there'll be that respectable loss where Arsenal have actually come to play well it's yeah. high eh, well, but it's if you right. come with that no <laughs> <laughs> you mean a tune with the eject button we don't like guests like this <laughs> hey we need to push the to kick this guy out of the team okay uh i can't remember the last time united beat arsenal by the way so i'm not really scared but if we don't if we just come back and play with the arsenal identity which i hope ateta believes and remembers what he used to do uh, we stand a chance but if not then these guys are winning Pate my Pate jersey retires Pate himself has retired from Champions League football clearly signed for Arsenal and uh yeah it's just actually all the way because unless uh, unless Arsenal win the Europa League yeah this guy won't be playing Champions League I personally don't think yeah I personally don't think they'll make the top four. So anyway, anyway guys, let's uh, let's do your Everton and then uh, Southampton versus Everton I feel like this one we just want to let somebody go through it quickly who do you think is uh man like who watched the game first of all uh, i didn't emmanuel i know you watched the game emmanuel i know you watch every premier league game bro you know the commentators no, i i watched uh, <laughs> i watched uh, just highlights mm-hmm. of that game but uh, i think it was one of mm-hmm. those it, it was it was just one of those games where um, where we, we saw the real everton mm-hmm. You know the, the the Everton that gets caught uh, every other weekend, and 
you know, regardless of the quality they, they have. They do have quality. The they squad do at the have moment. a large amount of quality in that squad going through right now with Hamas Rodriguez, even at the back, Yerimina, Michael Keane looking like mm. a solid partner, partnership. But yeah. somehow, Charlie, uh, Shea Adams and James Ward-Prowse and Danny Ings and the Southampton front line found a way past them. Do you think that... Uh, we're seeing the real Everton moving forward and they just started with a little bit of hype or is this just a bump in the road of Everton towards their strong Premier League campaign? No, I, I don't really think that Everton are going to, uh, to to live up to the expectation they have they have built up from uh, the start, mm-hmm. the onset of mm-hmm. the season because uh, Everton, Everton is, is, uh, is a mediocre club. That's I'm true, sorry that's to say. true. That's true. Facts. What you said is true, but yeah. their manager, their manager is a world-class manager. I think their manager is the third best manager in the Premier League right now. I'm sorry. What? Yeah, look, the manager, the, the manager can be but the team. The truth is, the truth about the team but, is um, you've said it. Ume preached to Apome. You've told us facts. Yes. Uh, yes, and and you see the problem mm-hmm. is uh, just as I conclude. Uh, Everton, uh, Ancelotti, of course, has uh, has his own uh, ideas and, and the way he wants to to make things happen. But what what is what is the tradition at Everton Football Club? You know, the they still there is still that um, that mentality. You know, you know they they have not yet. You, you see, Ancelotti is yes. a coach who loves to win yes, trophies and and. He sets his goals towards that, but the mentality that Everton have and and the, the, the way they have lived in the mm-hmm. Premier League, they have not yet tuned their mindsets to winning titles, and and that is the problem. And and Ancelotti has a huge task of uh, you know trying to transition that team into thinking of winning I think, trophies. I think anybody that is, that anybody who thought that Everton might win the Premier League must definitely stop stop been stop doing that to me because I said that last week. <laughs> Maybe we yeah we know you were you were on drugs. We <laughs> concluded you know to conclude. Unfortunately you guys I have to to disagree with you especially you with the Especially with the statement from, from uh, the other side of the, the other side of the border, begging and then and then clown come away and say they want the league. No, I think they are going to win the league. I'm just saying that uh, the same. I don't think they are going to. I, I I don't think anyone expected Everton to to win the league. I think when they started well, everyone was like. These guys, especially if you look at uh, the pundits, they're not talking about them winning the league. They're talking about Europe. Europe meaning top six, not even like champion, like Europa, you know. They think of Europe now because that's how you build the team. I believe he is the best manager. I'm sorry to say, people who are saying at number three, he's the best in the league. Like, no lies, three Champions League. Yeah, three I'm Champions sorry. League, several yes. with, with different teams. Several yes, uh, league titles in in Paris, in flipping England, in Italy. For me, but for you me, cannot this, compare. You can't compare the teams he had in Italy, in Germany, no, in Paris, no, no. even in England, thing, to flipping Alex Iwobi. Uh, I talked. <laughs> <laughs> I talked about Europe. This season, I believe Everton will will achieve Europe. 
especially yeah, the I think so too. I think so too. I oh. think they're good enough for a top six finish. Yes, and Consider they're good. Arsenal won't be yeah. Yeah. Can I can I can I say uh-huh. something? Um. Yeah, yeah. I I I didn't really mean. I didn't really mean that Everton uh, uh, may be trying to chase for the title. But what I what I meant was, you know, the manager they have is world class, yes. and this is a guy. This is a guy who has set very high standards, yes. and those standards point towards winning titles. I I don't think, uh, obviously, as you've said, that Everton uh, uh, a work in progress mm-hmm. right now. He's trying to get them somewhere. But uh, the thing is, I don't see Ancelotti trying to compromise what uh, the standards he has set before. And that is why it only comes down to one thing, that when you mention Ancelotti and Everton, we must be talking trophies. And, and the problem is, I don't think Everton as a football club uh, have the mindset and the belief to take them yeah, Ancelotti to, wants to, to, be. to that side. To that you level. you, you. Exactly. Yeah. You'd be surprised actually. Farad Moshiri won titles mm. there. Mm. Immediately, he Mohan, Mohan, yeah? he's spent Mohan. so much money. He's already spent the so owners, much money. Owners can be winners. The manager can be a winner. But if the players them are not winners, nah. if you have dons nah. like Alex Iwobi, Gilfie Sigurdsson, who have See, won. In principles, I think Liverpool will down down it. Liverpool had Downing. Had. And, had. Yes. Can I tell you something? Exactly. We had, we had Stuart Downing in the darkest of days. Yani, exactly. When it seems like there is no hope, we bought Stuart Downing. You, who took 92 why, games why, to register. That is why Liverpool didn't win it anyway. In three seasons, Everton are competing for the title. Just watch out. They have Ancelotti. If, if they keep the manager, if they keep the no. manager, yes. But I don't think they will, personally. I think... You're, you're talking Liverpool and Downing, but Liverpool didn't win the title anyway with Downing. Liverpool and that is, didn't that win the, the title point. until the six, seven, eight years players. until Downing left. Think about that. Exactly. Downing left in 2012, yes. 2013. You may have Suarez and, and all these guys. Yeah, you, you may have uh, James, who is a champion, and all these other fellows, but there are those mediocres in there and Emmanuel, the way you say, yeah, I feel like Dominic Calvert-Lewin has started the season on fire, blah, blah, blah. But I feel he, he's such an unorthodox striker. He is an English Giroud with worse mm-hmm. technique. But those are my personal I views. Know. We're not going to spend too much time on Southampton versus Everton. Obviously, Southampton did the business. We're just going to wrap up quickly with Burnley versus the Tottenham. Tottenham, who are currently Tottenham. trailing to Royal Antwerp as we speak. I'm seeing the one nil down. As we We're not going to take your. We're not going to take your word for this. Obviously, you are biased. Oh my God! Let's ask Mokisa. He is a Manchester United fan. Mokisa, what do you think about Mourinho? You've seen him at Manchester United. Do you think he's going to turn uh, the fortunes around? Can I be honest? Can I be honest? Uh-huh. Jose Mourinho overachieved at Man United. That team was not supposed to finish second. That team was not supposed to win the Europa League. But the guy did uh, it. The guy Mokisa, did it. That's my opinion, Emmanuel. Yeah, your, your question I, again. I asked, your sorry, what do you think about Mourinho and uh, you saw him 
Yes. Do you think he can take Tottenham towards the title challenge? Can he win trophies? He's, 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 we just want trophies at Tottenham. At Tottenham. We just yeah, want exactly. trophies. Yeah, can he win trophies at Tottenham? Yes, he can. He's a, he's a serial winner. And I think that uh, Spurs, um, Spurs have Spurs. what it takes to 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 win at yes. least at least yes. a basic trophy. Yeah, we thought about I'm not talking about yes. the pick up and, and Europa. But wait, wait, wait. Let me tell you about let me tell you about let me tell you about Tottenham, the difference between Tottenham and Man United. Jose upon joining Man United needed to bring the club back to its greatness. However, Jose needs to win a trophy. Tottenham needed to win a trophy only. His his job is not anywhere exactly. near as hard as it was. Well, Basi, my because then my question number makes sense because Mimi I'm all about Mourinho. Is is he going to take uh, Spurs back to where it is? I, I promise you. I but think where was, okay, if you think take Spurs to back where it but, is. But but where listen, yeah, yeah. Back to where it was, of course he can because if he wants Spurs to be a consistent Champions League team, which is the best they've done, it's possible. I think Everton, Everton are going to be competing for the title he earlier can. than Spurs are going to do it. I'm telling you, Mourinho, clearly, clearly you have been injecting yourself with drugs. But no problem. <laughs> no problem. No problem. <laughs> we accept everybody here on the lineup podcast. <laughs> It is cool to have those thoughts. The Champions League happened this week. I want, I want, uh, to, wrap up, only two I want to wrap up the Champions League in two uh, statements because we, I don't think we'll talk about all that. Uh-huh. So, Liverpool won 2-0. And then City won 3-0. Mahat and then Chelsea won 4-0. 2-0, 3-0, 4-0. And my takeaway from that is we thank God that Arsenal is not in mm. the Champions League because it will be spoiling the lineup. That's why I'm summarizing it. I'm summarizing, I'm summarizing the Champions League. Because if we start talking, yeah, yeah, if we start talking here, we'll talk about the MBEs, we'll talk about the ZX and the Vanas. This is my, my I think everyone, everyone should just say something small about uh, the, this week's Champions League. Mine would be uh, Real Madrid. What's going on? And uh, yeah, that's a good question. That's a good question. And Manchester United, go boys! This was the group of death. what the hell is going on? Yeah, what the hell is going on at United? Fucking six points out of six, one away at Paris. You know what the hell is going on? This this was this was the group of death, and uh, you can't kill devil. So. They've actually come out, yeah, yeah, yeah. You ca- that's actually crazy because United was started to have one of the toughest groups. They've won their first two games, which are quite tough. However, I feel like, but anyway, I feel like uh, United's uh, reputation from last season would precede them in beating the big teams, but struggling home and away against Istanbul, Beşiktaş, the team that you're facing oh, the next think, game. You guys, you guys want to give our listeners a one-hour, thirty-minute episode? That's what we're just about. Oh yeah! By the way, by the way. Okay, so that that was the Premier League weekend that we had. Obviously, fantasy Premier League. I'm sure you guys suffered the way me I did. I think I had like 18 or 19 points. See, Dewey, I'm so scared of looking, but I've dropped, dropped, dropped. I was in the top two in all my leagues. Sayini Mesafa. I'm sure Beggy has caught up really with me. I really match day one, but I had a 55 but, uh, thanks to Hattrick Bamford. Wow. Yeah. Congs, Beggy. 
Yes. And and man like Spider had 65, I think. He's playing humble, but his team is somewhat down there. Emmanuel, 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 how much did you have? Um, I really, I didn't do well, to be honest, because I don't have... Um, you suffer. You also suffered I this suffered. weekend. <laughs> I won't mention the points because... <laughs> you say you don't um, have... I, I, you know, most of it's the players... Most of the players in my side didn't believe, especially, you know, Manchester United. Uh, my strikers didn't score, Rashford didn't score. So, uh, it was a real disappointment mm-hmm. for me. And uh, I don't want, I don't want uh, Beggy to laugh at me because if I mention my points, he will be like, hey, this man... <laughs> This man made a loss. Let's <laughs> let's save face for today. Let's save face. We, won't, we, won't, sure. we don't want you mentioning your points. <laughs> sure, sure. But anyway, uh, to the listeners, thank you so much for tuning in today. You've got a quite a special video. We've had our first guest. His name is Emmanuel Mikusa. And Emmanuel was actually one of our first subscribers even before we had a podcast out. So. Emmanuel, we love you so much. Thank you much, so much for joining us. And whenever you have any podcast you would like any one of us to join, we would be more than happy thanks, to. Thanks. Um, yeah, so thank you everybody for listening. This has been the Lineup Podcast. It is your uh, your host for the week, Man Like Moose, a.k.a. Chala, a.k.a. whatever you hear them call me. That's my name. Yazimi. So, uh, thank you so much everybody for listening. And uh, subscribe to the Lineup Podcast. And uh, yeah, thank you so much for listening. In Light Radio.